You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. Yo, this is Back from the Feedback Podcast. I got my homie Jay on the podcast. I haven't, if you don't know Jay, know Jay for he's my oldest friend in Austin. So he was here at the previous show. And we thought we'd just shoot some shit. I don't know what the topic is. <laughs> just how here. But we can react to what we just talked about, which is, you know, the Austin hip hop scene and how, you know, you um <laughs> your appreciation or not for it. Oh no. Uh, first off, I just want to say uh I ain't nobody special. So uh Whatever. Yeah, don't you know, sell yourself just, short. You know, we cool. We we've known each other for a long time and I really just appreciate the opportunity just to be, you know, involved from time to time, so it's kind of cool. But anyways, I, I'm a little older than a lot of these uh, cats, so I have I come from a different perspective. Um, I liked a lot of things that you guys talked about and said. Um, I just feel, I personally, I just have a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've never really felt that hip-hop in Austin in was mic- ever. My bad. I never really felt like hip-hop in Austin was ever, ever going to reach the levels that, you know, like what Atlanta or yeah, Houston, any, any or of those things, like New York, I, I've always felt like it's just been local love, you know, main, you know, just local. It, it, I never thought it would ever blow up ever. And so for people to really have a desire for Austin to blow up, I, I find that a little strange just because, well, one, I'm really not in the local hip hop or rap scene in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's on me. But I'm just giving a different perspective. Um, if what they say and what and you know, I always look to you. I do feel like you are a very knowledgeable source. You have a, a deep love for the music. I tend to be more of a mainstream uh, consumer, um, but I also feel like you know I I like you know good music. And so for me, I've never really been driven to hear local. The acts, if you will, um, but if if the buzz is, is there some upcoming local acts that I should maybe check out? Then that's news to me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, but but again, I said like I'm, I'm a little older. I'm not really checking for a lot of this stuff. You know, what, you know, they, they're ten years younger than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, I, I've lived a different. Uh, I, I've had different experiences. So what you might be rabbit about. I might not be like, ah, nigga, I've been through that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so that's why I kind of feel a little differently about it. But at the same time, like, I truly do think that it's a great thing. Like, if there was a push to support, you know, hip-hop, R&B in Austin as a whole, I, I, I co-signed that 100. I mean, that is the music of my life. Like, I, I love Austin, but I've never been – to keep Austin weird, dude, and I've never been the live music dude. Like I just, but but you know what? As much as, and full disclosure, yeah. you know, I, I got into the live music pretty late because I always looked to DJs. Word. The only hip hop that I live hip hop shows that I went to early on were was the Hip Hop Hum Day at Mercury uh, with um, Trey God, Bavu Blakes, T Double, Element, and then the band and all that stuff. So. To me, that was like, okay, this is the hip-hop I like, so this is what I'm going to listen to. And right. I, I didn't really have a an open mind to what else was out there um, because that was I knew what I wanted, what kind of hip-hop I wanted. And I knew that regardless, I'm, I, I'm in Texas, so I can't <laughs> escape it. So whether I liked it or not, it was going to be all over the place, no matter what place I went to, if it's a club or whatever. But even from a DJ perspective – um yes you you do play to the crowd but your job is also to introduce new shit to people and it's a test i don't know i don't but know if, if dj's feel that way if it's their not, job no nah, not anymore but it is i always felt like that i really did okay, because yeah. i can i can you're you're the you're the party yeah. you're there to entertain that's your number one priority you're there to make some DJs are there just to play their shit. Some people are there just to, if people don't dance, they don't care. Right. You know, if, if a DJ, some DJs are there just, you know, to be in the VIP with all the bitches and shit. Right. 
that that's that exists too. I'm not mad at none of that. No, I'm, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying they get in the game for a reason. With but I think the the the, the foundation of it is, hey, I'm gonna play some music that you guys can enjoy. Word. Good. Well, I, I do I do think that that depends on one the the crowd in the venue. Um, you know, sometimes one of my pet peeves as of late has been sometimes I feel like a DJ is playing like a string of songs that I'm like, man, this shit is so good. And then they play something next that I'm just like, you lost me. And I mean, obviously it's not, you know, they're not catering solely to me, but sometimes <laughs> that happens. But you know, I, I don't know, man, I, I'll always be down to hear a DJ. And as long as they're playing, you know, the music that I fuck with, that's cool. Um, back to the Austin thing, you know what I mean? I, I've been in Austin for a minute and I, growing up listening to, you know, I, I listened to more West Coast shit when I was growing up. I wasn't a big fan of East Coast rap, namely because I just didn't know it. You know what I mean? I, I, I It would just happen to be at that time where I discovered music that it was, it was West Coast. And then it slowly became Southern. And I'm, and I identify with that shit so much. Like, I love Houston rap. Mm-hmm. And I'm an Austin kid, but I mean, I fuck with Houston music all day. Like... But also another thing too is is that I listen to the older stuff. You know what I mean? Well, what I would consider older. I think everybody has different tiers. You know what I mean? Like I started listening to a lot of that stuff a little bit after you know Screw or whatever. But you know I love UGK. I love Screwed Up Click. I love a lot of that stuff. Um, but and it, and it's nostalgic to it. But it's not like I look for hearing new music out of Houston that sounds similar or different. Like, I just listen for whatever I think is in, whatever I like. Uh, when we were talking about new artists, when mm-hmm. y'all guys were talking about new artists, like whether it's out of Houston or out of Austin, I don't listen to Travis Scott. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> like, no, I didn't know he was from Houston. <laughs> I, I, I I don't either, but the, and that goes back to, to, to the point I made in the show, is that if only... Like, you didn't have to be a fan of Travis Scott to know who Travis Scott is. Well, the only reason why I know who he is is because he has blown up. Right. I, I don't know any of his music, but ain't he with a Kardashian? Don't he, ain't one of the Kardashians his baby mama? Something like that? I don't fucking know. Uh, Kylie like, Jenner, I, one, maybe, of the, maybe. one of them. I, I, I don't know all the details, but I know that, you know, I think he's got something out on Netflix or had something out on Netflix. You know, I've heard yeah, the documentary. Name, you know, you know, whatever. And and I do think that that's cool. Um, but again, I think for me, it's just because I'm I'm a little older. Um, but I don't. When you guys were talking about the generational gaps and and you know the culture or whatnot. I mean, yeah, I do think I do agree with what you said. You know, most people who are like, you know, this is what I grew with, grew up with, and this has been the soundtrack to my life. I do, I can identify with that as well. But I've always been like, I feel young at heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I'm always like, I I fuck with these young, this young shit. Like, I, I oh, like the littles, it. yeah, the little I, pump, little hey, I mean, Zan, little Boozy <laughs> Vert, little hey. Yachty, little fill in the blank. Real for real, it, even if it's just one song that is that is like that'll get the head knobbing, or you are you feeling it, you dancing. I fuck with it. Like, I don't think nowadays you have to have a fucking entire work. No, you know to to really transcend. You know what I mean? No, you don't. And then that was never the never the case. We talk about what? Hammer. We talked about uh, no, but that's different. No, no, no. To but me, I, I'm to me talk- Hammer's more pop. No, 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 I'm talking about, but, you know, when he first started, it was hip-hop. As far as crossover to where he gets to a point where you don't have to know all the Hammer songs. You have to know Can't Touch This, and then you know who Hammer <laughs> is. You see what I mean? So, the, but, but the same way, but the, the same way, if, you know, again, you don't have to be a fan of Travis Scott to know who Travis Scott is. Yes, but that's because he's transcended in some way. Exactly. But there's not as many who have who sound different. Right, that's that's my beef, but that's my point. I don't even know what he sounds like. You know what I mean? Like I'm like auto tune. I, I know I know who he is just because you know a little bit, but I really don't know his music. And here's another thing too. Like like I said, I mean, we talk about generational you know things. I mean, 
I don't feel like I'm that old school, but I'm I, I'm definitely up up there a little bit. And so the way I consume, you know, music is might be different. You know, I'm not up on all the podcasts. I don't listen to the radio anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, e- even like Spotify. Like, how do you find out about your shit then? I don't really. That's what I'm saying. DJs should play new shit. No, 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 no. Introduce well, I mean, some. What What I do is is like, it, it's. I guess I do. I think that is my point. I don't have an, a means or an avenue to find out about new shit. But when that new shit gets to the level of popularity, to that's, me, that's when I feel like, okay, that's worth listening to because it's not at the ground level anymore. It's been co-signed by millions of people. Mm. It's now top 40 or pop or or considered you know, this, that, and the third. So like for me... Not that it has to happen like that, but that's when I discover new or newer I, I t- artists or music. I'll I, I tell you what, um, as active as I used to be, I mean, I used to dig yeah, and really go like go on the ground and I would look at an album. Okay, who was featured on this album? Oh, this guy. Let me check out this guy. Oh, he had this other album out. Okay, who was featured on that, on his album? And and let's like work away and then find out about new people that way. And it, it it is true that yeah, and as you get older, you don't have the time to do all all that research. So you you expect or you look to establish cre- yeah. credentials. People have the credentials, whether it's you know what plays on what what DJs play, or if there's a music video out, or or, or if whoever you used to listen to co-signs for somebody. Exactly. Else. You know what I mean? Like if one of your favorite rappers was like, "Hey, you guys got to check this dude out. You know, he's up and coming, or yada yada. You know, this, that, and the third. I think that's kind of another way too. Um, but I also am not just a consumer of hip hop. Like I like R and B. I like soul. I like funk. And it's a ni- it's nice to get a good mix of that and sometimes i don't feel i feel like a lot of the hip hop excuse me a lot of the r&b gets you know it, it's not as prevalent well it's not because you don't have oh there's there's an r kelly there's a jodeci there's right. a um and, and again we're talking about the soundtrack of your you know your childhood or your or your you know yeah. ascent into adulthood and you know that's the stuff i grew up on so i was really like you know do, do you know jacques is Jaquees, Jaquees, whatever. Actually, I do because okay. that one, his one song "Bed" is tight as fuck to me. Yeah, but he, he <laughs> just dropped an album called "King of R and B." Okay, he just did. Right? Okay, and people are like, "Who the fuck are you?" I mean, the only okay. So, like I said, I do feel like there are different levels. You know, to me, you are definitely a hip hop head. You love, you have a love and a desire that far exceeds my own. My my shit's a little bit shallow, <laughs> but at the same time. It, it it is who I am. Like it, it is a definitely definitely a fundamental part of of, of my person. Sure. But what I'm getting at is is, I, you know, I I don't care about a lot of that stuff. I just listen to to music, uh, Pandora or YouTube or wherever I find it. And if I like it, I like it. If it if it branches me off into something new, cool. Yes, I will admit I do get a little burnt out on hearing the same old stuff. Like thank you. In, in terms of like you know, back that ass up. Gotta go. <laughs> this is how we but, do it. But, Gotta but, go. But, 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 but I don't even. Th- so when I hear songs like that, like I'm like next. Like who who listens to that shit anymore? Yes, yes. There it ha- it hold- has a place in history, but no, I don't think a lot of people listen to that. It's not about song anymore. anymore. It's not about listening to I it do, anymore. I do think that if it gets played in a, a club or in an atmosphere I, like that, I think it's just to. You know, gas people, people, people up. Yeah, you know, it's just to gas floor. people up for a split yeah. second. And you might lose a few people because they don't want to hear that shit. Like, I'm, I, I already donated. I'm done. Yeah. You I know. Am, I did, if I get back that ass up again, I'm just like, all right, it's your <laughs> turn. I'm going I'm to be, be at the bar. For sure. But um, I, I I do think that um, if that's go back to the DJ introducing new shit. Sure. And be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna test these people, and I'm gonna introduce this. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And next year, and what's happened a lot, a lot. And I know uh, it's happened to people like Hella Yella. It's happened to Don Tizzle, um, like guys like that. That like they'll play something, and nobody has heard of it. Nobody that's heard of it. No, nobody moves, and nobody does anything. And then fast forward six months, where that all just blows up. You're like, yo, play that track, blah blah blah. Word. And you're like, dude, I played it. I've been playing ago. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, in in a way, they did their job. 
it, it, it had a delayed effect, but, you know, they, they did their job. I mean, I don't know if it's a delayed effect. I mean, I, I feel like. But how do people. OK, in, in, in the world today. Sure. Where, yes, you are bombarded with, with information. You have SoundCloud. You right. have Spotify. You have Pandora. You have YouTube. So if you really like somebody, and we're not the target demographics, by the way. Sure. So if you're in your 20s or late teens and there's an artist you really like, like you have no excuses for not knowing what's up knowing what's up you have the time one and then maybe you have the money too to actually go and buy the singles or whatever sure. that is we don't have that luxury anymore i mean and, we and got to, we got the money <laughs> yeah yeah true but i but, put my money somewhere else but but you sure. know what but you know what more and more i've, I've been so i've been out of touch with hip-hop what i'll do that i'll i won't listen to anything i mean not listen to anything but uh, I won't get any new music for maybe three, four months at a time, yeah. and then I'll go and I'll go. Like, let me do take an afternoon and then get some shit, right? Right. But lately, you know, we talk about R and B, and I'm like, there's a lot of R and B ish uh, music that's out there um, that I've been listening to, um, well, especially through We Funk Radio, which is my Spotify, fuck sure. Spotify, sure. We Funk all day. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I could vibe to this. It's, it, it sounds like, like grown folks music. Cause you getting older, homie. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, no, because I, I, I'm, I'm just jaded. I'm just jaded because if I don't do the research, yeah. I mean, I would have to do the research regardless, but I'm saying that. Because I can't just go, oh, there's a new Jay-Z out. Oh, there's a new DMX out. Oh, there's a new uh, Busta Rhymes out. And I know that whatever these guys deliver is going to be dope, whether it's on the underground level or on the mainstream level. Right. Like, they have that recognition and they have that their uniqueness and their sound. And they're recognized. And I, and I don't have to be a fan of hip-hop to know who Busta Rhymes is and what kind of music it puts out. Right. And so, but today I'm like, okay, people don't really play Kendrick in the club no more. Well, I well, mean, it's, not, been minute, right? it's, it's, it's been a while. It's been a minute, minute, right? Yeah, it's Since, been a while. I mean, what was that last album? I mean, I feel like it's been a couple years. Damn. Yeah. Is I, Damn the last one? I don't know the name of the, I forget the name of the album. See, and see, that's what I mean. Like, I know the songs. I don't know the album. I, I have not bought an album in years. Who does? Like, I don't no, know. No, you who, buy, you get a single. Okay. Or, I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you don't. You know, when we were growing up, what did we do? We would download music. Napster, LimeWire. No, first you go to the store and bought a CD. That's what I did in the well, 90s. I mean, no, no, no. That was even earlier than that. Oh, okay. But, but, but I'm saying once you realize you could get music for free, you didn't buy that shit no more. You know who you're talking to? I know. I, <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. But, but IRC also, all day, dude. Hey, but, but, but you know, the other thing, too, is, is again, I've always looked to you when I, when I think about your desire and your consumption of this music, it, you're far more passionate than I. To me, it's just a means to, not to an end, but it's not that serious. Like, I enjoy it. I, I like it. But it it's not it's not going to... If, if Austin Hip Hop doesn't blow up, I'm not going to lose no sleep. No, not me You know either. what I mean? Oh, I, I, I don't think most people would. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I don't think that it's super important. I feel like... If it happens, great. You know what I mean. I, I, I don't. I've never felt the need to be a part of it. I mean, I don't. I really, I really don't have an opinion on it. I just feel like what what I do, what I hope, is is that if what they were saying is true, then that's beautiful. Like mm -hmm. people being, you know, against one another. Of course, nobody ever is going to help propel one another to get on. When you think about some of the older acts, like you think about, I don't know all about Wu, but I know a lot of like, you know, they all got together and was like, you know, whoever blows up, blows up, or we're going to do it like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Little, to some, to they some decided degree. Method Man was going to be the first right, one. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, I know a little bit about the Dungeon family, you know. I think Outkast blew up first, and then mm -hmm. they put everybody else on. It's the same thing with Eminem. He, tried to, he blew up, he tried to put D12 on. Yep. I do believe that when somebody makes it, if you are true to what you're, you know, the – the culture, you should come back home and you should try to help put somebody else on. That's why I was like, 
I don't give a fuck if it was supposed to be an executive that's supposed to come through Austin and, and with money and, and set it up. If if Gary Clark was like, ain't nobody stepping up, I'm going to do it. I'm glad he did. Then, then respect. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what you should do. You but should it, come it, back happening. and give back. It, you it know is, what I mean? It, it is happening more and more, I think. I mean, all of these, um, especially – Producers, when you think of Premiere, you think of uh, Pete Rock, you think like some really like high end. I mean, even Kanye to some degree, you know, put some I, people on. I mean, I really don't know much about Kanye, but but when you when you miss Premiere, uh, I he from Houston, right? Yeah. So, so that 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 blew my mind when I found that out. Really? Yeah, I I didn't know that. Yeah. But also, Bum B, I don't know about Pimp C. But they're not from Houston. They're from Port Arthur. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm not a geography expert, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's kind of cool because they rep Houston hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they give props to where they come from, which I think we all should. But to me, what that means is just because you're from Austin don't mean you got to blow up in Austin. If you got to go to Houston, you, if you got to go to L.A. You prob- the, yeah. the problem is you probably won't because Austin's biggest, I think Austin's biggest problem is Austin is too Austin. Where What does that mean? What, what that means is that you just stick to what you know and you don't try to venture out. Like I said, Zilly didn't really make it until he left Austin. Okay. Um, Gary had to come in and take take friend and and Dilly out. And say, hey, look, there's a, there's a bigger world out there. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, what's wrong with that? You, to, to, I, I guess it, what it, I guess what like I guess saying, what I'm trying to say is is if that's I'm what not, it I'm t- not, took. I'm not, then, I'm not I'm not trying to put it in the wrong or right. Okay. What I'm I'm putting it in the if if that's what you want to do. That's that's that's. Um, you want to, you know, you want to blow up as an artist. Yeah, you can't stay in Austin. Okay, you, you we should, both you should, you we're not. in agreement. You should not <laughs> stay in Austin. Agree. Well, because it's there's no precedent for it. Yes, right. Other than like Gary or, yeah. or, or or that type of music, right? Right. You have to get out. It's like being a comedian and performing at the same club for twenty years. You're never gonna like get your own sitcom if that's what you really want to do. But you know what? That's all right though. As, no, long, no, no. as long as when you do blow up. You let motherfuckers know where you from. That's right. all. If you do blow up, it's not even a win. It's the if, because I mean, you're, you're. I think. You're, but that's the game. The game they play, right? Yeah, but you you're limiting. Know. You're limiting yourself if you say, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to be the 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 biggest rapper in my apartment complex," and then and that's it. It's really oh, limiting. But I, but I don't think that's what people are doing. I, I feel no, like no. But this is not a. This is not a like a Austin hip hop specific thing. I okay. think it's a. Uh, um, when, as much as we uh, we pride ourselves as the live music capital of the world, I think that when you talk about Austin in other places, people know what Austin is. If you say I'm from Austin, from if if you're in New York and you say I'm from Austin, they know Austin. They know, oh yeah, South by Southwest. You know, uh, yeah, you know, but blues, I don't think that, I, I, I think music. I think what you're getting at is is when people say Austin, they're not thinking hip hop. They're not thinking. No, they're not. Right? They're not. Which which is fine, because can you blame them? <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but I, at I, the I was, same I, time. I was, I was making another point. When I'm, oh, okay. The point I was making is that if you want to make it in the music industry, if you want to make it, you, you can't stay where you're at, because Austin is not big enough. Do you, if you're in do New you York, you'd be any, okay. any other city, or you, do you just mean Austin? Austin. If okay. you're in New York, you still you can blow up in New York, but because you blow up in New York, that'll open doors to a bunch of different places because New York is big enough. Well, because there's president there. Yes, that's what that's what and, I'm saying. And, and there's actual that there's the whole infrastructure okay. around music that actually um, that makes it sustainable and profitable. And you have there's a presence of the industry there, just like L.A., just like Atlanta, yeah. just like Houston to some degree, I would think. Sure. Just like Nashville when it comes to, you know, uh, uh, to folk music or country uh, or whatever. If you say so, I don't know nothing about that. No, no, but I'm saying, but Austin, <laughs> Austin, does, Austin doesn't have that. Okay. So if you're going to make it, it's like saying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest artist in Pflugerville. Who gives a shit? But, here, here, my, <laughs> but my point is, is, is it's about presidents. If that ever happens... Then it will be significant. You know what I mean? Right, right now it just hasn't happened. Once upon a time, Houston rap wasn't respected. You know what I mean? Okay. They had they hadn't made their mark. You know, they, we, we 
in college, that's what happened to, for me. I was like, oh, you know, I used to listen to a lot of West Coast. Then I started hearing a lot of Southern, and that made me feel more connected to the music because that's more closer to my roots and to my upbringing mm -hmm. and to my life. So that's when I started to support that stuff. You know, yeah, I got handed CDs from artists and stuff, from, you know, from Houston and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know what your motherfucker's doing, you know what I mean? And every now and then I would listen to something, but to me it was just uh, whatever. It wasn't something that I thought was ever going to be like mainstream but it ended up blowing up and then there was it was a fad for a while you know whether was it be it? screw whether it be oh okay uh, you know uh, just the different types yeah, of music yeah, yeah, yeah. and then to me hindsight being 2020 there's a lot of legendary stuff that went down at that time that i didn't really think of it as being legendary at the time <laughs> and and one of my biggest regrets is i did not discover ugk until after Big Pimpin' blew up, which means oh, Jay-Z really? had to co-sign on them for me to feel that. And then I discovered UGK, and I mean, I'm like, these motherfuckers is just dope to me. Like, I love UGK. But again- Big Pimpin' was like 1999? What do you mean? When did Big oh, Pimpin' Big come Pimpin'? out? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it, it, was, don't, it don't matter. I'm just making a point yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. even though that it was like, it took some mainstream artists it, that everybody knew and loved to co-sign on some small because from what i understand ugk had an album out they had super tight out mm -hmm. and and from what i understand they just they were on the cusp of blowing up but they didn't and it's because of someone like jay-z who had an appreciation for real talent or real artistry i mean look, you know look, I mean? At, look, look at dre who dre dre found dre dr dre dr dre yeah sure dr dre found snoop then 50 Cent, no, Eminem. Sure. Then 50. Um, who else did he get? Didn't he get Kendrick? Wow. I think, yeah, Kendrick's from Compton, right? Yeah. Sure. I think he got, I think he got Kendrick too. But what I'm saying is somebody had to, like an older generation, of had to course. come down and say, hey, look, man, let me, help let, me, let me show you how this game works. Because they both, that's my point is, is when someone does that, they both can, can capitalize or both reap the benefits of that you know you you have this old head who has the recognition and then you you co-sign on this young head and if they blow up that shit's always I gonna be i should i should have asked this because I, I wonder if that actually happens here if there's actually this generational gap too or i don't think it happens here because there's no precedence for it other than now this is just what i realized because i don't I don't know Gary Clark. I don't listen to that kind of music. Mm -hmm. But if that's what's happening, he is the older generation trying to bring up the younger generation. No, they're the he, same age. Oh, they are? They went to high school together. Oh. They were homies. Okay. They well, went to high school together, but he blew up, and then he's like, I've been producing beats, so let's put a, something together. Whether that he's older or not, younger or not, whatever. That's what I mean. But when you get to that level, mm -hmm. and you come back home, and you give back, and you put on the people from your city, I think that is a good thing. Yeah. As long as the talent is there. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can, but at the same time, if the talent's not there, nothing will ever like really grow from it. But if there's talent there, they'll eventually be able to walk on their own too and, and, and get to a, a certain level and then give back and, and, and help bring up the next generation of, and then, you know, you know what's funny? I just uh, the other day, um, so I, just, I, sure. I told you I, I got to see Wu Tang twice. Sure, uh, and and I was like, who who's taking over? Like, who's the next? Who's the next Wu Tang? Not there won't be another Wu Tang. But For I'm sure. saying, why is the next generation uh, of people who grew up on Wu Tang? And I saw this record, this track that that came out, and it's You God, Method Man, uh, Ghostface. And old dirty bastards kids. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. Is it's it their sons. Is it it's dope? Their, yeah. And and it's all four of them. Okay. Their kids, like all four kids. I mean all four kids. Like each yeah. his son on the on the track. And they basically pay tribute to Cream. Word. And it's I was I mean, I ain't heard it, but I it just sounds amazing. No, no, but I mean I'm like, <laughs> look, your your dad is Method Man. Yeah. And your, your dad is Ghostface Killer. And I'm Those like are big shoes to fill, man. Yes, they are. I mean I made a little review of the Wu-Tang show I went to and I was like Young Dirty Bastard is filling some pretty deep shoes with his you know and he fucking nailed it Dope. he was he was doing all of his dad's verses just being as crazy as his dad was on stage just jumping in the crowd and that's rapping tight. along and I'm like that's what I'm talking about Word. so pass the torch and, and here's 
I mean, on on, on the, I'll continue the song. I forgot the name of it. Uh, but the You God's Son had the best verse on it. Did he? And I would I would think oh, I could be go you know Ghostface's kid or Meth- no You God's kid. <laughs> no disrespect to You God, but he had the best verse on it. And I was like, that's that's dope. Yeah. Like that's the kind of shit that makes me feel like all right, it's not being lost. And I'm is that your fear? Not that it's my fear. It's more of a, a again. To me, it's about sound because that was my introduction to sure. hip hop. It was all about yeah. I know, I know your love for Wu goes deep. No, 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 no. That's just Wu, just in general. Okay. Like it, it was about these guys don't sound like these guys. Like I could be as big of a fan of the arsonist as I could of dilated peoples or frick or slum village and Elton Skelter, and I'm like <laughs> because they don't sound alike. Yeah, but that brings me to a, a, another thought I had while while the podcast was ongoing. Um, I do think that that was a product of that time. I don't think that it's frowned upon as much. I, take the current NBA landscape, and I know I'm switching gears on you. No, that's fine. But you know, a lot of people compare, you know, the '90s is you know uh, you could hand check and and it was a harder you know game and this that and the third. And now everybody's supposedly currently everybody's teaming up and and everybody gets along and there's no th- true competitiveness. To me, that's the same argument you're giving to, to hip hop. Like back in the day, it was so super competitive that if you sounded like me, we gon we we gonna have beef. You know what not I mean? Not to say have beef. It's not a, it's but, not. But, about- but it could it could spark beef. I I, I specifically <laughs> think about I was a big fan of Bone Thugs, right? Yeah. But I remember, and I don't know a lot of this because I was so young, I didn't really care mm-hmm. about it. But you know, anytime I heard people who rap fast, staccato like that, you know, I was like, oh, that, they sound like Bone. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being like, I remember people beefing like twister twister e40 a lot of these motherfuckers were doing that kind of shit before bone blew up uh-huh. but because bone blew up bone got the credit for it, that style of rap sure so then they had an issue because they'd be like i've been rapping like that before they blew up i mean push nickens used to rap fast too i but i'm not just talking well yeah sure okay. but i'm just saying that, that that's kind of what i'm my point is is that at that time in in that era those those were that was seen in in that in that way not not good or unlikable yeah, right? yeah you know you're, you're biting you're hating you know whatever i got beef with you because you, you're trying to bite my style whatever nowadays i feel like there's a lot more camaraderie which i think that there should be because if some i'm not saying that if someone tries to emulate you obviously you know what they say that's the biggest form of flattery you know whatever mm-hmm. um yes we want diversity but I also think it's a beautiful thing for someone who is 10 years removed or younger who was like, you know what, I, I want to pay my homage to, to, to this artist, you know, because yes. they, they paved the way for me. And, and I, to me, I think that's what isn't, has been as prevalent in hip hop, but it's trending in that way. And, and that is what I like. So every, I, I do believe that it all works in waves. Sure. In a sense that when something gets too big mm-hmm. and too too mainstream or too overrated, it's everywhere, you can't escape it. Meanwhile, there's something down here that that's growing. It's percolating. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean that's how you know, that's how hip hop, you know, came about. That's sure, how sure. any I mean, take any genre of music that, that that's basically the story of it, right? Yeah. And so the pendulum, the pendulum swings. I remember in the 2000s, everybody was doing one rapper and one R&B chick. And Ja Rule run the shit with that. <laughs> and then 50 did it. Nas did it. DMX did it. They all did it. And you're like, okay. Yeah, but you got to remember, too, at the end of the day, there, there were artists who were like, I don't, I, I feel like, like Blackstar was, was true to hip hop. I feel like even though 50 and Ja and people like that, I, I, great artists, talented artists. Mm-hmm. But to me, they try to make money. You know what I mean? Like the, to yeah, me, to did, me, did, there was a financial benefit to it that overrode maybe a more how do you say like purist, pure, pure, pure hip hop type stuff. Did or, you did you watch the Hip Hop Evolution documentary on Netflix? I might, I might have seen an episode or two, but it's did, been a minute. No, no, just, I mean, that more episode. Yeah. Uh, the no, the third season it. just came out, no, and I they actually talk about that. They said at the same time you had the gangster rap um, explosion, explosion out, <laughs> out of the West Coast. Work. 
you had this underground um and you're talking about dilated peoples you're talking about the, uh like j5 came yes, out of that yes where people who were you know, not AC about alone. that life yeah ac alone came out of that and yeah. then the same thing in new york where everybody was doing all the grimy shit meanwhile you had a bunch of cats that were freestyling at oh, washington positive. square park yeah no no not city positive they were just like more like lyricist type shit Word. and then you got the most deaf out of that you yeah. got uh lyricist lounge remember yeah, lyricist I lounge remember yeah that shit. exactly so it i think it all it, it all worked that there's a balance but my, my point is, at the time, mm-hmm. the balance was visible. Is that you could get a black star just like you could get a 50 cent. Mm, okay, maybe. Right. Maybe. So, so um, but today, there's a particular style of rapping yep. that's just prevalent. It's all over the place. And meanwhile, yes, there are cats out there who are... Like, hey, I'm gonna pay homage. I was a big, I don't know, a Nas fan growing up. Sure. So that's the kind of hip hop that I, that I gravitate towards. So when I'm rapping, I'm actually, I'm not humming a humming all day. I'm actually saying some shit, you right. know. And you got people like my, I think his name is my my zone, something like that. Um, you get the, um, I was about to say Absol, but that's not his name. I forgot his name. Ah, shit. <laughs> add two, add two, okay. add two, yeah, yeah. Cats like that, and you're like, yeah, these guys are are young, they're in their twenties, but they don't sound like a little Uzi Vert, you know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you have you you hung up on these little whatever whatevers. Uh, to me, maybe they're one hit wonders. Maybe they're maybe maybe they're gonna make uh, maybe they, maybe they're the new Soldier Boys. But, but, I don't know. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, you could you could see, put it this way, um, when you look at the trend from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, even the early 2010s. Sure. Um, while you had the the Run DMC, the EPMD, the LLs, you know, you... Um, so you I, I, are you saying that there, there used to just be just more variety? Yeah, that's the point I made. I've been making for the past hour. So, 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 <laughs> so, so, so my, my point... To you is is that the the real the to me in my opinion why there why there was more variety is because the the world wasn't as globally connected as it is. You but know, that's you, that, you, you you do what you I do in your neighborhood. I right? don't I, I don't agree with that argument. Really? No, because we're why do you, how do you think they got different sounds? If if you grew up in your neighborhood listening to this, uh-huh. or, or this is how my neighborhood did, or my city, or whatever. That's that's why to me, even though you know. The Dungeon Family and you know UGK or whatever mm-hmm. is considered Southern. It sound different to me, you know. Yeah, what I mean? but organized noise or the guys from organized noise had a sound, and they were looking for somebody to just looking for for rappers that would represent the, the the Atlanta the, like the South. Yes, and then Outkast was the best bet, and then Goody Mob and and so on. And, and but right, but right. like Confucius said. It took LaFace Records to come down to Atlanta to sign TLC, Goody Mob, Outkast for them to blow up. But so um, I'm saying that the the variety. Oh, shit. I also feel like it's a struggle as an artist, right? You know, do you stay true to what you think is going to propel you to success? Or if you follow this cookie cutter style to, but to it, find success right you know what i mean is that really a bad thing I, I i feel like those are things that an artist has to consider you know they're but i want what, what they aspire to yeah but i wanted to argue a point you're, you're saying that yeah back then it was a different time where you only knew about your little neck of the woods so you kind of no, no, so, so okay, let me so re- let me re- 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 rephrase that and then i'll i'll, I'll see well, if i, I, agree I don't want to say that you only knew about your neck of the woods you only knew what was mainstreaming on the radio which everybody i think at that at some point in time always paid you know respect to to new york and then you know west coast shit blew up and then i feel like the south came in later mm-hmm. um and i could be wrong about that cuz i'm not a hip hop historian by any means but from my personal experience, that's kind of my trend. You know what I mean? Um, and again, I discovered a little bit more East Coast stuff 
later. My first love was West Coast rap. Um, and then when Southern rap became its thing, I was really like, this is this is who I am. You, I, identi- I identified more with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, consumption at that time was different. Like, how did you find anything? Whether you went to the music store DJs, or, radios. No, 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 no. I'm talking Back about, then. I'm talking about before you were old enough to get into a club, bro. I'm talking about when you yeah. was, you know, you was a young buck. You was 15, 16, and you you heard something on the radio. That's yeah. how you discovered new music, and so you, that's what you did. And if outside of that, if you had people in the neighborhood or people around the way, because you weren't old enough to go nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, I have friends who rapped. You know what I mean? I have people, you know, high school. You know, there was we had clicks. You know, we would be they would rap at lunch. You know what I mean? Someone would do a beat and people would do freestyle. That to me is like how things develop. And okay. so, so what I'm getting at is, is at that time, that is why there was so much vi- variety because you had a huge jump between, you know, your local shit and your mainstream shit. Nowadays, I feel like you can be local and become mainstream overnight. And I feel like a lot of the mainstream stuff to me is, has been, has become a, a blueprint on how to find success to some degree. Like if you do these things, you may or may, you may find let, some let, level of success. Let me, let me, let me rephrase my point there. Sure. You could argue that, um, outcast was groundbreaking. Sure. Okay. And their way of rapping and the way they presented themselves and the sound they they provided, you know, you can argue that Wu Tang was groundbreaking. You can argue that. But are you arguing this from hindsight, or are you arguing this from the point of inception? The point of inception. Okay. Like you knew when you heard when you first heard them. when you first heard Wu Tang. Like I've never heard anything like this before. Word, word, when I you can. when you first heard Gangsta Rap and you heard Doggy Style or Dre or Dre, Dre right. Day, you were like. Wait, what is this? What is this G Funk thing? And you're like, I never heard anything like this. When you heard Run DMC do a track with Aerosmith, walk this way, you're like, this has never done been done before. Right. So what I'm saying is, because of the homogeneity, I don't know if I'm saying this word right. I, I of, don't know what you get. Of, of, of the 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 music of the hip hop music today, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Where's the where's the, the next, next the now breaking moment that you're like, oh yeah. Now we have this, and now we have that. Now we know that exists. And, okay. and as far as who does this new thing, there's this guy. Okay. And nobody else does what he does, right? And I think that... That's what's missing. That's what's missing, because you would think that as... You know, back then, they didn't have all the resources we have today. Right. They so didn't. More and they made it work. Yeah. Because you had people like Dr. Dre. You had people who were visionaries. You had people like Rick Rubin. You had all these people who knew what they were talking about, and they had a deep love and passion for music it wasn't necessarily about making money it was about look we're doing this thing we're kids we don't know what the fuck we're doing for but sure. we think we've got something here okay right and you're like okay at the rate at which technology evolves i mean over the past 10 years how quick how quick and how how fast and how powerful it's become you're like you have all the tools in the world and yet you still Putting out the same <laughs> shit that everybody does, you have no excuses, you know. Well, so when, so when, 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 uh, when, uh, do you remember at, at one point, um, uh, like the Neptune sound? Sure. Nep- the Neptunes dominated the radio for a minute, like for like 30, 30 or forty percent of the songs played on the radio was all produced by Neptunes. Sure. But you know that's Neptunes joint. Yeah. You know, and then Black Eyed Peas came out. I mean, didn't come out, but they had added uh, what's the face uh, Fergie, sure. and then they had a particular let's do auto tune, let's do a more like pop ish type of style, and then more artists started doing that. And I'm like, okay, so that's one fork. Um, and then uh, Drake, and then all the like more sensitive type of hip hop <laughs> with Drake and yeah. and and Kendrick and Cole that are more into their feelings and all that stuff. That's another fork. Okay, we get that. Okay. Okay, and now you and then you have the the littles and the humana humana and talk about <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to talk about. That's one of the fork. And I'm like, if if hip hop is a highway, there's not as many exits as they used to be. 
we're just going down this this <laughs> highway and you're like okay we've been on this humana thing for a while who else got something new and and i think that until <laughs> something comes out and goes yo you got to exit 75 right here because this motherfucker's doing some dope shit yeah. and you all got to look up not necessarily look up to him but you got to respect what he brings to the game because that's the thing everybody brought something to the game whether you're talking about mob deep you're talking about ugk you're talking about dre you're talking about the alcoholics you're talking about buster rhymes you talk about tribe you talk about common yeah but you all brought something so my, my my only thing is is you're talking in hindsight bro no no no, no. Know, at me, the time no seriously it, the, I, I, mean, I, may, I understand maybe I, at the time i understand I that i'm not feel, the target I, I understand that i'm not the target demographics but true. if if you if fast forward 10 years from now and people look back at this, this 20... Era? This era? Yeah, I mean... 2020? Like, no, 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 no. I would say, I mean, it started, what, in 2016, 2015, maybe? Sure. Second half of the 2010s. Okay. Um, okay, Who who's come up and what did they bring? Right. Okay. And if you just look at, just look at this period of time and see who the major players were, and what was their contribution? Because at the end of the day, it is a culture sure. that takes on new things and that that that's supposed to reinvent itself. Otherwise, it just goes away. Yeah, hip hop ain't going nowhere. I think we've established that. Well, I'm glad. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> me too. Me too. But it evolved one way. It's been evolving in this direction for a minute. Now we, I think, we're ready for the next thing. You're like, what is the next thing? I feel like you are ready for the next no, thing. No, you've I'm been waiting for the next thing. I've been waiting. For no, no, no. no. My, my whole thing is, is I don't. To me, like a lot of things, it's a young person's game, man. It, and, it is. And when, when when I say that, I mean, again, we can talk about, you know, the soundtrack of our, you know, young adulthood or whatever, and, and the things that we love. I I think we grew up in the the golden era of of hip hop or yeah. rap, and so. That's the golden era, bro. Like, you can't fuck with it. But at the same time, I'm always, I would love to see what comes next. Me too. I might not, I might not always fuck with it. I'm all, I, and, and I'm only going to get older, right? No, no, no. So, but, so no, as no, I get older. I this, this is where you got me, you got, you got me wrong because I don't have to like it. I'm not assuming that whatever the next thing is, is going gonna, is gonna to be something I really love. I'm not saying that. Okay. I just want to see it happen. That's all. We've seen. So you're just talking. So I'm. A, I'm. I'm. I'm a paraphrase from you. you you're just tired of the humming, the humming, and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. I, I think. I, I think I've made myself clear about but, that. But, but I don't think that that's what's going on right now. No, no, no. Hold on. But it, it's. That's what's everywhere. That's what's prevalent. So we've been. We've seen that. Sure. What's the next thing? Okay. And again, I don't have to like it. If tomorrow they start doing some trap mixed with techno or whatever, I'm like, okay, there's something new. So Fine. You just, so, and, you and just, and so you're just looking forward to the new shit. That's all. The, the, the next uh, development. How, how does hip hop reinvent itself? It, it has in other areas. Uh, it has in, in fashion. When you see what the Ludi, little the littles wear, they don't. You know they don't wear baggy shit now. They wear tight pants and Italian shoes. Yeah, but I no, no, but again, that's a trend for you know a different generation and yeah, different yeah. times. I'm I'm not I'm not putting a judgment on it. Oh, that's I, not what I'm, I'm just saying. saying that it it's a culture and it needs to live. And for it to live, people have to contribute to it. That's just how cultures work. But what people are you talking about? You want to see the more tr- the tr- more more uh, involvement from. That generation, I mean, because they're not going to be that young for much longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then there's going to be a, a, a new influx of generation. I, I hope so. But whoever, if if the if culture is dictated by the whoever the, the decision makers are, no, no, what what came before them, and then who was the person who said, hey, you know what, you guys been doing it this way, props, thank you, but I'm going to do it this way now. Word. Okay, no matter what the area is, it could be in fashion, could be in, in music, it could be in way of doing business. Sure. And, and and that's, for example, in the way of doing business, I think they're doing much, much artists now are much uh, uh, or more business, business savvy. savvy than they, their, the older cats used to be Right. at, at that age, So which is great. So yeah. in that in that sense, they're actually moving on to different things. Cool. You get these endorsement deals, you start doing movies, great, good for you. Mm-hmm. But it, it, if, if it, when it comes down to the music itself, and, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be content. It doesn't have to be what you talk about. 
it, it, it can just be about how do you make music. If uh, I, I, I give an example, uh, which I wasn't I wasn't aware of until recently, um, The Grateful Dead. Okay. The Grateful Dead, um, legendary rock band, and they used to people will go out to their shows and record uh, record their shows. Sure. And then from that, uh, there was this one lady that used to just record every live show they did. And then people built collections of these shows. Of these recordings? Yes, of these recordings, collections. And now they go for a lot of money. And now it's like... Yeah, but how does Grateful Dad make anything off that? Do I mean, they? they do the shows. Oh, okay. but I, But I'm saying like they came up with... Isn't that like copyright? Huh? <laughs> Isn't that like copyright infringement? No. You're making money off of somebody else's shit? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, no, but whatever. But I'm saying that in terms of relationship between an audience and an artist, right. that, that was never heard of before. Sure. So... It, it, it to me, I'm like okay, that's innovative. Like I like that. The same way we talked about organized noise earlier, talked about Dre, uh, Riz's uh, vision is saying I'm gonna put nine motherfuckers on the same group and nobody's gonna want to sign us because it's nine of us and we all sound different. Mm -hmm. And then um, forgot the dude's name uh, who took a chance with him and said, yeah, I'm I'm gonna sign all nine of y'all. Like that kind of vision to be like, yeah. I'm not. I'm putting it, it, hindsight is vision, but it's but at that time it was probably just a calculated risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it, it was. But it, what I'm saying, it was groundbreaking. It was never heard of. Nine motherfuckers on the same track that all sound different, all have their own personality, but all have skills. Yeah, that was never heard of. Right. And so, my, my what I'm saying is, what is the next thing that you never heard of? Whether it's in the in the music or it i mean i'm looking for it in the music no I, 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 I feel you but i mean at 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 the end of the day sometimes i mean i feel like a lot of options have been exhausted like you know there's only Not so much resources more. i mean no i mean no cuz I, I mean that, that's 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 just being pessimistic because I, I, i've been known to be pessimistic yeah. but but my point my point is is that i guess what i i guess my point into just you know vibing and, and, and conversing with you uh i just feel like if there is going to be uh, a next trend um we just have to be patient for it and and, and, and it will develop on I, its own I, I, yeah that's what i'm saying you know? so it, it, it's really if it's a balance. Yeah. We, 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 now we, we're swinging this way. We took that exit. It's all humana, humana. It's great. Now <laughs> I we're don't like, agree hey, with let's, that, but let's okay. get back on the highway real quick and see <laughs> what the next exit is going to be. And I'm sure, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm sure it's happening somewhere. Somebody's doing something revolutionary in music, uh, whether in, in, in some way. Okay. Right. Um, it, it hasn't gotten there yet. It just so happened that we were lucky that in the 80s and the 90s, there was so many people cooking yeah. at the same time and they all blew up and then at around the same time. And, they were, and then because they were from the same generation, then they crossed paths a lot. So you had a lot of artists being featured on other, other people's albums and that's how you got to know of other people. You had a lot of clicks. You know, when yeah. you think of Boot Camp, you think of Wu-Tang, you think of, um, you know, Death Row, you yeah. think all those guys and you're like, yeah, it it, yeah, it, it, was, of, it was it was a battle of the labels. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? but but it was it was happenstance, but it was it all worked out. Right. So I'm sure today there is somebody in the middle of nowhere cooking some shit that nobody knows about yet. But when it blows up, it'd be like that's the next thing. I'm just saying it hasn't happened in a while, and it's not visible, even though we have all the resources available to actually see that kind of shit. But but, um, you know. You got the SoundCloud and the Spotify, and unless you dig, you're not gonna know. Right. And yeah, we were just lucky at the time that there was so many, so much happening at the same time, and not today. But but to your point, these people who blew up might not have blown up unless somebody said, "I'm gonna take a chance on that," or, or "I think this could be profitable or revolutionary." That that's what it boils down to. Yeah, you're but always, you're always gonna have an artist that's that may or may not be capable of something revolutionary mm -hmm. or, or, or transcending, but there's got to be the person that has the money to back them. 
And that's what that's what I'm talking about. When, you know, when you were talking about earlier in the the podcast, where I think it was Confucius who was saying, you know, you know, we need we need people with the money to to help, you know, back them and uh, and, and show that and, and take that chance, you know, give them the opportunity to, you know, sink or swim to to some degree. And I and I do believe that that's always going to be part of it. You you can be doing something really really great, but if you can't reach the masses. Nobody How, knows. Nobody knows. If, if, if a tree falls in the, in the woods, who, right. <laughs> does it make a sound? The difference between this day and age and 20, 30 years ago is the internet and the global connectivity that we have. If you are doing something great, throw it on the internet. You're going to find out real quick mm-hmm. if, if you are hitting the right demographics or, or if people like your shit, you're going to find out. And to me, that's where I think this generation has a leg up. You could become internet famous. Yeah. With Look out- at all the littles. <laughs> all the littles can from SoundCloud somewhere. But that's what I mean, though. Like, is, so this, that, is this good or bad? I, I don't, I I don't want to. Like- see, no, hold on. This is where it. it oh, okay. It, it, I, I'm it, putting words in your mouth. No, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's not always a good or bad type of situation. Okay. I, I, I think that it helps a lot. It, it really does. But. It's also hard as fuck because everybody's doing it and there's a lot of noise out there. And for, for someone to recognize that, yeah, this SoundCloud kid has talent, let me put him on, where there's thousands of SoundCloud kids out there who are doing the exact same thing. You got to break out the noise. And how do you break out of the noise? You're different. You <laughs> no, bring something you, new. You're right. But <laughs> at the same time, that's on the person who is consuming it, right? If you... So from my perspective, I, I don't go into SoundCloud and I don't, I don't either. And, and I don't go and look for new artists like I, I don't do that. But if that was what someone was aspiring to do to find the next big thing, then that's what they have to do. But see, I, I don't think I think it, it um, the difference is it used to work from the top down. Okay. You had the, the tastemakers saying this is what you should listen to, right? So, hey, I just sound, uh, I just uh, signed, uh, you know, Beastie Boys to Def Jams, to Def Jam, and this is what, this is the new up and coming guys. So, I want you to listen to that, and the, and then the audience would follow because people respect those people's opinion because they're taste makers, right? Today, yeah, it's know. the other way around. Okay, it's the other way around. So, if so and so. You know, MC such and such is on SoundCloud and he has millions of plays on it. Then it's somebody at the top going, uh, yeah, can you check who's hot right now on SoundCloud? And then he asks his 19-year-old intern and the 19-year-old intern would say, yeah, I've been listening to this cat. He has millions of plays on SoundCloud, so we should sign him. So because of the power as far the, the not the power, the, the influence. Yeah, the influence is from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Um it's a it doesn't necessarily make it easy tougher or easier i don't think uh i just think it's it's a different uh, it's a different um type of leverage but it puts more um i think it it puts more on the artist himself okay. because you have to break out of all the other shit that's out there and if you don't do that then you're just gonna be a soundcloud artist with a few hundred plays i mean competition is always gonna breed the best that's my point survival of the fittest you you gotta be i don't want to say survival of the fittest i just think that when the the competition (laughs) is high you're gonna get the best quality out of those who are involved so of course you want to not to not see that, that I, I disagree with that why would you disagree with that that's be, just, be, that's, because that's life no no I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about just in hip-hop oh okay. in, in, in no 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 I, I agree with that okay in general, okay but like, hold up now comp- yes competition does bring should bring quality up yes right so but in music in hip-hop music it's more of a it's not just just comp- the qual the I'm not saying the quality is down. I'm just saying that here's here's the template that you have to follow in order to make it, and that's decided ahead of time. Okay, now hold on, hold on. I mean, if I'm I'm, I'm talking about today, 
in, in this, just in hip hop. Here's a template that works. We know that if you have a song featuring this guy or if you who's the hottest artist right now, we know that if if you don't have this particular sound in your records or whatever the single is or whatever the um, the one track that you're going to push out and that's going to go viral on YouTube or on uh, on Spotify, uh, we know we have to fit that. Now, how do we fit this slot? Who's the lucky winner who's going to fit this slot? I honestly feel like that is a very strong opinion of your your own. Oh, it is, it is. Uh, I don't do disclaimers. So, so, I know. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But for me, I still feel like if you are going to be true to yourself, then you're going to try to find a way to do it that doesn't compromise who you are. I, and if you co-sign with this, okay, I think I need to take this path with this, with just this cookie cutter path. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's not wrong. But if you are going to try to buck the system, you're going to have a, a much harder uphill battle. And but it's been done before. And those it and has those been done have, before, but it's been few and far between, has it not? No. Lately, yes. Lately, there lately. you go. Back then, no. Are we, are we talking about lately? Yeah, yeah lately, yes. <laughs> so I'm just saying, lately, yes. You can't, you can't be, you can't be mad that. This stuff has been commercialized. This is about profit and making money, man. I know. And for those people who are true artists who are able to find success on their own terms, of course it's going to be few and far between. But it's got to take someone else who is going to have the means to help support them or they blow up in another way where they can continue to to grow. Uh, somebody's got to co-sign for them. I really feel like that is the way to get it to the masses. Other than that, I really don't think if it doesn't reach the masses, uh, it, it'll just go as far as it can. I mean, I discover new things that are old all the time. You know what I mean? I I'm like, too. oh, I, 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 why wasn't I? I discovered tribe at a, at a late age. I feel Me too. like. Me too. Well, Me too. Because they're not friends. But you have a different kind of. You have a different <laughs> excuse. I mean, I grew up here, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I also wasn't exposed. I didn't expose get. I don't feel like I was exposed to music until I was in my late teens. Like, I, I didn't have a desire for music. I, I played sports. I was running around outside. You know, I, I wasn't really into music. It wasn't until I got into high school that I just, you know, started to develop, you know, a taste for certain things. I mean, it was middle school for me when, when Doggy Style dropped. And that, to this day, me and my, me and my people from that time, we, we just laugh because I know the lyrics to all them damn songs uh, still. Yeah. And so... But that was what we did. I mean, we used to record the songs off the so, radio. We used to, um, you know, try to try to learn all the lyrics. But my point is, is that, you know, I, I, the access is different. You know, it's just a different culture nowadays. At that time, hip hop wasn't what it was. It may have still st still been been edgy. It's mainstream now. You know what I mean? Like hip hop is everywhere. So how do you when you've become that prominent, that popular, how do you reinvent yourself? You know what I mean? That's not. Well, that's that's your. But I feel like that's the question you're that's posing. That's the question I'm asking, but I, I don't have the answer to that. Well, I'm not asking you for the answer. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is do you need to, or why? What's what's the point of it? You've already you've already established yourself the, as a dominant. Yeah, but that's just the that's just the culture as a whole. But you, as a particular, as a single individual artist, an individual, yeah. I think that you will be measured just like all the guys before you were measured based on their contribution. It could be a one. It could be a one hit wonder. Yeah, you know, who there it is <laughs> worked. You know, you know what I mean. For sure, for you sure. You know, uh, baby got back worked. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, you know, two life crew, they had a career too. So I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is when, when someone writes the history of this genre of music, okay. are you going to be in it? And if you're in it for what, 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 what's going to be under what your, your name in that article? What's your contribution? Okay. Did you, were you just another rapper or were you somebody who actually did something different that actually contributed to the culture? And, and, and. May, like I said earlier, it, it it may not be in the music area of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, to your credit, whatever it is, but what I'm looking for is in that is in the music. Yeah. You know, 
breakdancing's been around for how long? Uh, older than me. Exactly. <laughs> so now, when you, when 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 we look at breakdancing today, they're still doing windmills, they're still doing flares, they're still doing spin on the head and all that stuff. But it's still different. Yeah, but here's the thing. The foundation is there. Oh yeah. Right. And they still have Battle of the Year. They still have all these these breakdance competitions. For sure. But what the, what the judges are looking for, like, yeah, you can do a windmill. whoop de doo People have been doing windmills for decades. Yes, they're so, looking for diversity. So how do you – maybe it's, it's a way that you get from a head spin to a windmill that nobody's done before. Right. Or you're somebody like fucking Junior from Wanted Crew fucking <laughs> do push-ups on his hands without his feet touching the ground. Yeah. Like, holy shit, never seen that. Yeah. Or – you're um, the twins, yeah. and then you're like nobody danced like you guys before. And now you just dominate the game, and 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 and, and that's the thing. It, it's uh, for an art form that's been that's been around for so long, that's been able to reinvent itself and expand and expand and expand in different ways, different areas of life, and in, in different cultures and all over the world, and touch so many people. Now that it works from the bottom up instead of from the top down, if you look into the masses and be like, all right, who else got something? Yeah. Then you expect someone to come up and say, hey, check out what I'm doing. Yeah. That's all. I feel you. I, I got to wrap this up. It's been sure, an hour. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I, I was asking a conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> nice <Well>, wrap up. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to say one thing. I, I do think that there's a difference between the art form of dance to the art form of spoken word. Uh, no, I'm talking just, about, so, okay. The, but you're talking about creativity. Yes, that's yes. what I was, yeah, that's what I should have put in there. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's what, that's where I said, you're, it's art. Art yeah. is, creativity and art are like this. That's, but again, art is subjective. Yes, you don't have to like it, but you can <laughs> acknowledge its existence and that someone is actually doing something. That's all. Okay. It, it's, it, it might not, it's, it's, it's not, maybe it's not meant for me. And I, I don't expect it to be, honestly. I don't, because I know what I like. I know where to get it. So That's cool. I'm cool. Just but, show me some shit. Okay, I feel you. And you don't have to impress my ass. <laughs> just if if whoever is... I feel like you just want to know that the next generation is in good hands. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I have a two-year-old almost. So I'm like, if he comes home one day and he's home, home and I'm like, look, kid. Yeah, slap let me, no, 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 no. Hey, let me put we, you we on some talk. real shit. No, we, 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 we got to talk. Because it, it's... That's what it is. It's it's you pass it down to the next generation, hoping that they do better than you, and hoping that they bring something to the game that you didn't think what something you didn't think of. But I, I have a question for you. you. You talk about passing that torch down to your son. Was the torch passed down to you? Yeah. I can't. I don't know your father very well, but no, he's not hip hop. He, he no, my, listen my, dad, to that my dad. My, my dad wasn't hip hop. My dad was funk. Okay, he was funk. Uh, he also liked a lot of. He, I mean, he was a huge it, James Brown fan. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, I, I he, didn't know this. This yeah. was just information. Oh yeah, I mean, he was he was into uh, Pink Floyd. He was into Jimi Hendrix, like that kind of stuff. He was also into Cuban music. Okay. Um, but I think that I did take it upon myself to learn more. But my introduction to hip hop was my sister. Gotcha. My sister and my older brother, because he was a DJ, and he introduced oh, me yeah, to that's a bunch right. of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, same generation. Sure, but it was passed down to me. And but I did take it by myself to do the research and learn what I, you know, word, and, word. And, and and learn what I know now. Um, but when you hear about you know, cast like Confucius and Fresh and like yo, my aunt's house is where you know I would listen to all this stuff. Or Confucius was like, my mom got me Doggy Style and 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 the Chronic, because yeah. she was she would go to the record store and bring CDs home. Yeah, you know, so a lot of artists will have that. Artists, DJs, they'll have that story. Like, if I'm a, a hip hop head, it was passed down to me. Yeah. So now it's my job to, you know, pass it down to, pass the it next. Down to somebody, you know, whether it's do your, my your piece. Own, yeah. yeah, do my piece and then pass it on to the next. Word. And so that's how culture evolves and that's how culture works. Yeah. And then you just hope that, you know, it keeps on living and reinventing itself. And, you know, and hip hop is not going any fucking where. So you know. I, I, I totally agree with that. It, it's here to stay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap things up. Shout All out right. to Jay. Where can people find you? <laughs> Around the corner at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm usually at home or at work, sleeping. <laughs> you know. All right, thanks, nah, y'all. Appreciate it. Joe, later.